Welcome to the podcast where Beast Mode meets Manifesting Goddess. If you're ready to become the energetic match for all of your desires and start achieving from a place of joy and expansion, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy coach, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. Crushing your goals can feel like self-care, and together we are going to slay and thrive. Hey everyone, so happy you are here for another episode of the Slay and Thrive podcast. As always, I appreciate you for tuning in and joining me for another episode. I'm really looking forward to sharing today's topic with you so that you can take this idea and run with it in your own life. I truly believe this is something that can help everyone along the way as they move towards their goals. This is kind of the first part in a three-part series that I'm going to be doing for the next three Wednesdays. So last week's episode, I talked about this bigger concept I've created that I like to call Unicorn Thunder. If you didn't listen to that episode because it sounded weird or like Unicorn Thunder, what's that? Um, I highly recommend going back and taking a listen. I would also love for you to join us in the new Unicorn Thunder Playground Facebook group. We are having so much fun in there already and I want you in there joining in the fun. I also wanted to remind you that we have a special Sunday series running for the month of December as well. You'll get to hear from four amazing inner coaches. We just had Lisa Frost on here last Saturday and she talked about navigating transitions and finding your deepest yes. Uh, We actually recorded it way back in in October and it was beautifully timed for me as I was going through a bit of a transition when we did the interview. I actually got so many amazing takeaways from her and I know I'm going to return to that episode myself during the next time I'm going through some kind of a transition or a life change. It's absolutely one you can return to on multiple occasions. All right, on to today's topic, which is one of the key elements of Unicorn Thunder. Today, we're talking all about alignment. And this was actually one of my two words for 2021. I find that for the last two years especially, there's been a few keywords or ideas that have really sort of set the tone for the years. So 2020 was all about awakening and surrender. And this year it's been about expansion and alignment. I've already decided in advance my words for 2022 are unicorn thunder, beyond excited about that. But alignment is something I actually started working on in 2020, but I don't think I called it that at the time. I just decided that I needed to quit making these resolutions and these rigid goals because they hadn't been serving me. They weren't helping me enjoy the journey and they weren't helping me grow in the ways I wanted to grow. It was also causing me to be so fixated on the results and the external goals that I wasn't focused on the processes that were going to help me get there. I also wasn't really focused on the internal work that needed to happen so that I could shift and not only reach the external goals, 
but to maintain the progress and con to continue enjoying life more and more. So at the beginning of 2020, I decided I was going to live the Slight Edge life for one year. The Slight Edge is this incredible book by Jeff Olson. And he talks about how success is just a series of simple daily disciplines done consistently over time. He talks about how people go through this cyclical pattern with success and failure. So if you want more information on this, check out the book, read it. It is one of my favorites. Maybe one day we'll do it in the Unicorn Thunder book club. But basically we get to this place that feels a little like rock bottom and we don't like how it feels. This could be with our weight, finances, job, relationships, whatever. And that pain of being at our rock bottom inspires us to change. We start doing different things to get us out of that rock bottom place. And then over time, we receive the benefits from doing these things, but then we feel better. So we promptly stop doing the very actions that were getting us to that place of feeling better, getting us to that place of achievement. The author, Jeff Olson, presents the idea that if we kept doing whatever it is that we were doing to get out of rock bottom, even after we started to feel better, we could get off of a roller coaster of ups and downs with our success and get onto a rocket ship. Because at the beginning, it's going to take a lot of energy to get that rocket ship into the air, but then it's up there. And eventually, you'd see the power of compound interest working for you with these daily habits done over and over again for the course of months or even years. In 2020, I decided I was going to do this. I committed to prioritizing a few simple daily disciplines instead of making the usual laundry list of resolutions. And my life has not been the same ever since. No exaggeration. So I continued to refine this practice in 2021, but I made it even better for myself. I decided that I wanted these daily disciplines in 2021 to ensure I was staying in full alignment. And what does alignment even mean? To me, it means being in alignment with my highest self and my deepest, most heartfelt desires. It also means that I'm in alignment physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. This second part of the definition has become incredibly important to me on my own journey. So at the beginning of 2021, I chose eight habits and I had two habits which helped me stay physically healthy, two that helped with my emotional health, two that served my mental health, and two that served my spiritual health. And I know you might be thinking eight sounds like a lot of habits to keep track of, but I didn't build them all into my life at the same time. I started with one or two of them and I grew from there. And then I've also had to make some adjustments along the way, which I'll probably talk about in a later podcast. So why does this idea of alignment matter so much when it comes to achieving our goals? Because when you have all four of these elements working together, you're moving in one direction. You're channeling all your energy towards your goals and dreams and aspirations. I think the problem is we often do ourselves a big disservice when we focus too much on one or two of these elements 
and maybe ignore some of the others completely. I'm going to use a few analogies throughout this episode so this makes even more sense. First, I want you to imagine you're walking four dogs, all with very different levels of obedience, size, and temperaments. Maybe you've even walked more than one dog before. I know I can speak from personal experience with this. I don't think I've ever walked four dogs at once, but I have walked three at once on a few occasions. I had my own dog, EJ, and he was the most amazing dog. And also, he barked at every single pedestrian we passed and jerked on the leash. Every time a bike drove by, it was like the end of the world. He had to like go after that. And he needed to lift his leg and try to mark his territory every five seconds, even after his bladder had long since emptied. (laughs) Again, amazing dog, just a little frustrating to walk sometimes. And then I would often walk my mom's two dogs as well. One of them also an amazing dog, um, but she was super slow and just dragged behind the other two with her cute little waddle. And then I had one last dog who was reasonably well behaved and just kind of walked without a lot of issues. These were all small dogs, so I had two miniature pincers, and I don't know what the other dog is. She looks like a fox, and I always forget what breed she is. But anyways, they were all small dogs. So I can't even imagine what it would have been like to have been walking three or four large dogs when they all had those different personalities and ways of walking. When we're out of alignment, it's like we're trying to walk these four different dogs at once. You might have your emotional health dragging behind, or maybe your mental health is causing you to stop and start all the time because your brain is constantly talking you out of doing the work you committed to doing. It's frustrating. You don't get very far. Chances are you maybe make it 10 minutes on that walk and you're ready to bring all the dogs home and abandon the journey. At least that has been my experience. But what happens when we get into alignment and have our four types of health prioritized and strong? Then it's like we're on a sled and we're being pulled forward by a pack of eager, well-trained sled dogs. We have momentum and being consistent feels easier because everything is pulling us in the direction we want to go. Earlier this year, I also learned about the different types of flow you can be in when moving towards a goal or dream, and I think they're really relevant to talk about as we get into this conversation about alignment. So the first type of flow, which actually isn't very flowy at all, is the anchor. And this is where you're really stuck and not getting any traction with a goal you have. You might even be getting pulled down or backwards because you have some serious blocks somewhere in your life. The next one is the swing, where you make some progress, but then you swing backwards and lose all or most of the progress you just made, and you just keep this back and forth going with your goals. And then there's the balloon, where you're just kind of floating in midair, and you don't have a lot of energy going toward the goal. And finally, there's the optimal state of flow, which is the car. You're in the driver's seat, foot's on the gas, everything is working together. You're on the road, moving towards your goals. This can be applied to any goal or dream you're going after. Take a weight loss journey, for example. That's the one I have the most experience with, 
both from my years of coaching and in my own life. There is such a tendency in these like health journeys to overfocus on the physical because I mean, we're trying to lose weight, we're trying to change our bodies, and that does exist on the physical realm. But it goes so much deeper than what we're eating and how we're working out. Those things are important, but they're not the only things that matter. So let's use these types of flow to talk about what this could look like. If you're trying to lose weight, but you have that anchor state of flow, you might have some serious blocks holding you back. On a mental level, you might believe that weight loss is impossible for you or that you don't even deserve to lose the weight. Maybe you've also been ignoring your emotions. Maybe you have a lot of anger or fear or sadness that you don't have the tools to deal with, so you eat to distract yourself. And then maybe you've lost your spiritual connection as well. So you're anchored in place because these key areas aren't being tended to. Then there's the good old swing. (laughs) And this is probably the flow state I had the most fun with in my 20s. (laughs) But actually, guys, the swing is no fun. Because you spend all this energy taking action and pumping yourself up with power thoughts and making this progress. And then maybe a week or two in, you're back on the couch with your snacks and Netflix, undoing all your progress, or so it feels. Maybe some difficult emotions pulled you backwards. Or maybe you swung so far in one direction that you just burned yourself out and went back to the other way with just as much abandon. Next is the balloon. This is where someone might say they want to improve their health or lose weight, but they're not taking action, they're not really focused on it on a day-to-day basis, and there's no deeper emotional reason behind wanting that weight loss. Maybe they're just kind of wanting it because society says they should, or their clothes don't fit, or whatever. There's just not that energy and that action behind it. Most of these flow states are also going to be missing the spiritual element because I believe that you need to have these other three, so the physical, mental, and emotional, in some type of working order before you can go to these higher spiritual places to see that bigger picture and connect to whatever it is you feel is bigger than yourself. Finally, the car state of flow. You're definitely taking care of your physical health. That is a must if you want to change your body. You're taking action and making changes, you're getting your sleep on track, you're making healthy swaps in your everyday life, you've started a workout program. And then your thoughts are also aligned with this journey. You're noticing the wins, big and small. You're choosing to appreciate every little bit of progress. You're reminding yourself of how possible it is and how worth it that this journey is. Then you get your emotions on board too. Emotions are so powerful. When you're able to handle any and every emotion without distracting from food, it's like you just took the parking brake off and you can really tear down the road. Especially when you realize that you get to create the emotions you most want to feel. When you're living from a place of joy and excitement and appreciation, it becomes easier to take aligned action time after time after time. Finally, 
there is this immense power in infusing spirituality into any journey that you're on. The journey towards your highest self, the journey towards evolution and growth and deeper meaning. I believe that if you go on a weight loss journey and just see it as a weight loss journey, sure, you might lose weight, but you'll just lose weight. But what if you treated your weight loss journey like a spiritual one? Then the weight loss and improved health becomes the side benefit of connecting more deeply with yourself and becoming more of who you truly are, of connecting with your purpose, of being able to be part of that bigger picture. That inspires me more than almost anything else does when it comes to my own body transformation. And this is something that has become more and more more important to me as 2021 progresses. And I honestly think it's a big reason why I decided to leave my personal training job after loving it and being happy there for a long time. It was an amazing job, probably the best job I've ever had, although my new one is honestly starting to give it a run for its money. But again, amazing job. And then I also didn't feel that I was able to truly coach and help people on every level. Most of my day was spent on the personal training floor, helping people with workouts, which really important part of the journey, but not the only part that I want to help people with. So I think I've really been in transition from being a personal trainer and a nutrition coach to being a health and energy coach. You might have noticed I updated my podcast introduction a little bit, and that was because it felt really aligned to make this energetic declaration. This is where I'm going next, and this is how I get to help people in the future. Out of all the discovery and practice with getting into alignment, I've also created something called the self-care pyramid for myself. And this ensures that I'm focusing on every aspect of my health, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and also prioritizing it in the right order. And by the right order, this doesn't mean that one of these aspects is more or less important than others. It simply means that I think there's a helpful order to move through as you build this type of alignment into your own life. So I'll be posting a picture and a more detailed explanation of this in the Unicorn Thunder Facebook group. I also really want to go through a few live trainings on balancing this element in your own life inside the Facebook group in the future, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. But essentially, I have physical health on the bottom of the pyramid. The reason I put this first is because I have learned from personal experience that how we're eating and how well-rested we are affects all these other areas. So for example, if I've had a week where I haven't been fueling my body well and I've been sleeping poorly, or maybe I've been skipping a bunch of workouts, my emotions are very different than they might be otherwise. I'm crankier. I'm more negative. Little things that start to annoy me when on a good day they might just make me laugh. My thoughts are also different too. I'll start thinking things like, oh, here we go again. Guess I haven't changed at all. This sucks. Everything is wrong. Maybe they don't get that dramatic as often anymore, but this used to happen very regularly. And then these thoughts are in, in turn going to lead to more negative emotions. 
And then from this place, if I just try to meditate or visualize my way out of it, it doesn't work because I'm so ungrounded and unsettled in my physical body. There's a reason why people suddenly start getting happier when they eat healthier foods and start working out. Our bodies are the home we live in and we feel better when it's in optimal working order. And then the next part of the pyramid is the middle section. And I put mental and emotional health together in the middle because they have a bit of a symbiotic relationship with each other. So imagine you just thought the thought, I am so in love with my life right now and everything is working out in my favor. Maybe actually try that on and really like think that thought and, and like try to feel it and just feel how that feels. Chances are it makes you feel hopeful and happy and excited and grateful. So that thought you just thought directly affected your emotions. Or another example of how emotions can affect thoughts. Maybe somebody just made you angry. Maybe some jerk on the road cut you off and almost hit you and scared and made you mad. Or maybe a coworker did something at work. Then you go to the grocery store and all you can think is, ugh, why are there so many people here? Why is this dude taking eight years in front of the tomatoes? I want to go home. What's with this lineup? Your anger from a previous situation is impacting your thoughts in the grocery store. So paying attention and being able to sit with and get curious about our thoughts and emotions is a vital part of our overall health. When we're able to sit with any emotion, we don't have the same need to turn to food or other distractions. We become stronger and more resilient as a result. When we become more conscious of our thoughts and choose them deliberately, we change our emotional state and we can stay more focused on what we truly want in our lives. Finally, spiritual health is at the top of the pyramid. This is at the top because I believe it's vital to do work in the other areas before you can really dive into this piece. But there's so many elements to this. And it's going to look different for everyone. Like when I say spirituality, it's going to mean one thing to me and it's going to mean something completely different to the next five people I talk to. So when you're building your self-care pyramid, if you choose to build one, just know that the way you perceive it and the way you're doing it isn't wrong. It's what is most aligned to you. But for me, this is about connecting to a higher power. And it's about realizing that there is a purpose and a bigger reason for my life and some of the challenges I've been through. It's also about healing from wounds so that I can show up more fully for my present and for my future. And then in more recent times, it's also been about going back and being able to change the narrative and heal not only some painful childhood experiences, but also feeling like I've been able to help heal my entire ancestral line by doing so. It's been about doing shadow work and making peace with all parts of myself, even the ones that I once wished didn't exist. Obviously, this is some big, potent magic 
that you're going to start working when you dive into this arena, whatever it means to you. And if you don't first have that baseline of health in your body, some mastery over your emotions and the ability to direct your thoughts, this work could actually become ineffective or possibly even harmful. And I want to just really give that cautionary tale. I do not think I would have been ready for some of the deeper work I've done this year if I hadn't A, first done time in therapy and got the professional help there, and then B, also really did the healing work with my body, mind, and emotions. So I didn't start diving into this on a deep level until I had become consistent in taking care of those other three areas. But I can also tell you that taking this deeper dive into the spiritual realm this year has created so much growth and magic. So it's absolutely worth it to get into alignment and have all four of these elements working together. So now that you have this framework, I'd love for you to think about alignment in your own life. Do you have practices to prioritize all four types of health? Or is there an element you feel weakest in? Are there some things you'd like to adjust so you can stay in alignment on a more regular basis? This could be a powerful place to do some journaling and then start to take that inspired aligned action in the direction you want to go. I promise you this can create incredible shifts in your everyday life. I've seen it and I just want to pay it forward and help everyone do the same. So that was alignment for you. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you have questions or thoughts, I would love to hear from you in the Unicorn Thunder Playground. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're loving this podcast, I would be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a rating and review of this podcast wherever you listen, and maybe even share this episode with a friend or two. And if you want bonus live trainings, challenges, a monthly book club, and a community of other amazing people looking to slay and thrive daily, I would love for you to join our free Facebook community, the Unicorn Thunder Playground. Hope to see you inside.